bro. I just couldn't. I can't type on my phone and do. But Fan would type on his phone, bro. I used to see him in the studio doing that shit. And another thing he used to do, he used to sometimes we go to the studio. He'd write in the studio. I I couldn't write while the beat was playing. You remember when we used to go to the studio and I just couldn't do that shit, man. I could not write when the beats were playing. It really it disturbed me. I had to write. I had to listen to the song and cut it off, and then maybe start writing again and then cut it back on. That's what I used to do. I, I couldn't. I couldn't listening to the 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 beat while I'm writing just kind of messed up my whole shit. That's why if you ever listen to my stuff, how my it, it's not like offbeat like Silk the Shocker, but it's kind of like. It's 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 not right on. That's probably why. Man, I, I remember when you first started writing raps. Nigga. This was like two thousand, two thousand one. It, it was it was it was that it was you know what I'm saying you was just starting out, right? You know what I'm saying, and then you just kind of quit. Yep. Yep. So that's all it is. You hadn't you hadn't really took the time to to perfect it. That's all that was. And I wasn't when we used to go over there to the studio over door. I wasn't really. We weren't really super serious about putting nothing out because we didn't put nothing out. We didn't, and I and I don't even know. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. What was the platform? TuneCore wasn't around. I don't even know how we would have put anything nope. out anyway. I think we would have just tried to press something up. That shit was expensive. It was fuck the press shit back then. I ain't gonna lie. You remember we was we talked about getting the duplicator, right? <laughs> I eventually did get one. I eventually did get one, but by that time, I think I was just selling mixtapes and DVDs and shit like yep. that. And I was, but I think. You know what's crazy is I try to press some, I try to press up some stuff. I think I try to press up my own CDs when when Welcome to the Woods came out, and I think I went to like a Tech Nine concert and started passing them out. The kids was like, you know, like the fans. Some of the fans was like, uh, "What am I gonna do with this?" <laughs> I just felt so old. That that made me not do it no more, fam. That's the they were like, cause they're cause I, at that point it was the the streaming. So so when I got these CDs, it's now it's supposed to be a novelty. It's SoundCloud and all this, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, am I supposed to be doing this shit? Or I need to just focus yeah, on my we IT. Old, we I, old as hell. Yeah, at that time, like 2015, I think I was a little. And you kept telling me, like, bro, you you could still keep. I'm like, bro, I think I think it's rap, fam. I think it's a rap, fam, because I'm like 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of somebody that got into the rap game that's considered to be old now. That that came out like th- like if you were 30, that's kind of old. Like you know that that's kind of oh, yeah, old. For rap. Yeah. And now if yeah. you're 35, that <sighs> please, man, that's that's like an old man. That's old as shit. Like. But see, that's a problem, right? No other genre of music. Right. Does that. The Rolling yep. the Rolling Stones is um, a. A hundred years old each. Yep. And they still touring. Yeah. Packing stadiums and shit. Yeah, they tell black you folks know what I'm that. Saying? That's something with us. That's something with us. We and and we and what it is and, and, and that's where I where I talk about the concerted effort. Where who came up with that concept to say that you're too old? Uh it's 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 always been a young man's game. 
Cause you know I was thinking about like even with like Fonte and stuff. Like I I used to think like well, damn, what you gonna rap about in your thirties or your forties? But when I listened to that last album he came out with, what was he talking about? What was it's called not, not Charity Starts at Home, but it it was a it was an album we were talking about maybe three four years ago, and you're like oh it sounds kind of cool, and he was talking about some of the things we were talking about like to, like today like okay as you get older you have kids, and the, but it didn't sound it didn't sound weak. It sounded good. It sounded like he has skills. A skillful rapper will be able to do that. Will be able to transcend their age and just just do the art. Hmm. And you still got something to say just because you old don't mean you ain't got nothing to say. I mean, it might not resonate with you know a ten year old. (laughs) And and that's what me and Stack Doe were talking about earlier this week. You know, he says, "Man, I still got bars and stuff," but. Like he was telling me that he 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 just he he don't he don't he don't agree with the serial hood hitter complex. He he said he don't like he he said he doesn't like the the ops rap. Yeah. You know, like he he said, man, I, I can't I can't I, I Illit- can't illiterate rap. Because yeah. if you were literate, you would have more shit to talk about. Right, and it's not. It's that's, not that's all it is. And, and 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 it's not. It's not. It's not that now, bro. Was like, it's not that he. He don't listen to. It's not that he don't listen to some of the stuff, but it's just that he said if if he said I don't have anything. He was like, bro, I don't. I, I can't talk about that shit no more. Like I can't. I don't. I don't agree with that narrative. So I. So I don't really. I may have some bars, but but it's not. It's not conducive. And I understand. I was like, yeah, I understand that. Like, if 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 he wanted to jump back in, he's gonna rap about what he knows best. But it's not conducive to what he b- believes in now. You see what I'm saying? So he's like, well, shit. This I don't. He says most of the stuff that's coming out is detrimental. And he said, I can't. I can't be a part of that. So I, I I say yeah, bro. I said I definitely agree with that. I said I if I said if I was in the studio right now, I I swear I would not know what to talk about. Welcome to the woods was grimy as fuck. Like <laughs> I was talking about all kind of shit. Like it had some social commentary, but it was it it, it was spoken through the eyes of a young twenty year old DP. And I wasn't in my early twenties. I'm just reflecting off of my twenties. You see what I'm saying? So. Now, if you notice, welcome, welcome to the woods, volume two. I start getting more into like remember sundown suburbs. I think that's still on TuneCore. Mm-hmm. Um, diabetes. So, so you are right. There, there's some things that I could have. That song, diabetes. That was uh, I, I, everybody knows somebody that has a diabetic person in their life. You know, I mean, it's crazy because I was actually gonna rent. Remember, did you remember the cover that I did? Which one? For which I diabetes. Oh yeah, yeah, with the ambulance. Yeah, that was me. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah. That was literally me. I was in, I was literally in an ambulance, and you know what? And see, that's why I say that's why I say about like cornballs. No disrespect, you know. Like if you could rap, you could rap. But this is rooted in something real. Like that, you know what that reminded me of? We can't be stopped, ghetto boys. That was a real situation. I was on my way to the hospital from dealing with these rednecks at work. <laughs> Stress <laughs> cost me an ambulance drive. And I can say, I'll just snap a picture. 
came out to be the diabetes cover. And then I had Dr. Sebi talking at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that was a real, that was a real thing. Hold on. Let me keep playing. Now, this is this is my pride and joy, man. This is one of my favorite factions. Stop. Should have been a fucking video, fam. This should have been a video. This and that. What you know about surviving the drought? That this should have been a. This would have been a great video. I could see some time machines, something in the morning. You know what I'm saying? In South Minneapolis, like this should have definitely been a video. That was so dope how you put that James Brown in. Well, no, that wasn't James Brown. That was, uh, I thought you didn't do it now, didn't I got you. Damn, who was that? Fuck. That, that was James Brown. That was James Brown? Mm-hmm. That was James Brown, yeah. Let me go to Stack Dover. This, this verse is so dope. I was just telling him about this this one. Never tell where your stash is intelligent. Never put the work where the cash is. Articulate when bullet hit ligaments. That, that, that was the hip quotable for me. Articulate where bullets hit ligaments. The way the way he said that, the cadence and the way he how he broke that down, that really took the song over. That's what got me for the song. Now that was another one. I'm stuck in the ghetto with a hard place between heaven and hello. Hello. <laughs> that to to this day. That it just boggles me. What does that mean, bro? Fuck. A hard rock between heaven and hello. And he said, I used to dream of wanting to be a ball player. And I thought about when I was on South High, I was like, man, you know, because you get to a point where you playing ball and then you know, like, man, I ain't going to the NBA, man. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, I ain't going. You just know you come, you come to a realization like, no, nah, this ain't going to work. I'm going to get a degree or something or own a business. I ain't going to the NBA. You you come to that understanding at about 15. You know right away, like, okay, I'm not the top of the team. This ain't happening. 
What you say, bro? I was going to say, like Sam said, like he's tired of talking about that same shit, but they purposefully infected hip-hop with that bullshit and got rid of anything positive that somebody could draw inspiration from. Yeah, there, there's definitely other things you can talk about. There was something, but it's it's hard when that when, when everything that's out there is that bullshit. There was something. Let me see. Where, where is this at? I want to play something real quick, man. Like you, you, you didn't grow up listening to hip hop, y'all. It was like no secular music in the house. You know what I'm saying? But I grew up on Public Enemy and X-Clan and, you know what I'm saying? Right. See, we... I'm trying to think, man. So, okay, yeah. I Now, when I grew up, I didn't really listen to it. I mean, I listened to it through, like, my door. Like, my brother had... What I called a Nats. I didn't know what it was. But I said, who's this big-headed kid <laughs> sitting on with this tape? And then he had, and who's this fat nigga with this purple tape? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I used to always look. I used to, whenever I used to come in the room and and I seen the tape, and I'm just like, you know, I'm a kid. You know, and I'm just looking like, who's this fat-ass nigga just sitting here? He look, he can't be that good. I never heard it. Man, when I heard it, <sighs> only built for Cuban links, fam. Well, I still got a purple. I still got the purple, the actual purple tape. Wow! Sitting on my bookshelf. Jeez, the purple tape. I think I think he re-released it one more time, and I didn't have the damn money. It was a couple years ago, and I think I didn't have the money to buy. I was mad. I was steaming mad. Like the purple tape. Arguably, the purple tape, if not as good as Illmatic, right there. Arguably, the purple tape, man, the only bill for Cuban links was, and see, that's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Eminem. You ain't fucking with the chef. Sorry. None of those albums is better than I only bill for Cuban links. You, you, uh, no, no, I wouldn't say that. But to say that he can't hang with with Ray, you, yeah, I you don't can, know, you, man. You can hang. You, yeah, you got, yeah, you got the, you got the lyrical capability of Ray. But none of your albums is good as old, only built for Cuban links. And the same for Illmatic. Not one. Now, as far as bar for bar, if you want to put them up there, but like even with Andre Three Stacks, M ain't fucking with stacks like that. You ain't he ain't above stacks. He might be a little oh, below. No, man. I've heard that before. Like I was a huge Eminem fan. Like I heard all all the freestyles, all the him improved freestyling. Run up in your face like Luke K. I, man, I, all all of, I was him and cannabis. My freshman year and sophomore year of high school, it was three six mafia, Eminem, cannabis. <laughs> but well, like when, when I, is phenomenal when, on the mic. When I first started really listening to like okay, like you said, now when I seen the Nas album, Illmatic, only built for Cuban links. I don't know how I, that had to be ninety four. Had to be, because that's when it came out. Well, no, hold on. Yeah. Okay, Illmatic was 94. Cuban Links, was Cuban Links 94? 95. 95. 95. It was 95. And then Iron Man came out in 96. Okay, so I think I put a fake name on BMG. I ordered, 
this before I ordered. I bought this. Is what I ordered. I, all, all eyes on me. Double disc. Wu Tang Forever double disc. All city. Some dudes think all city is something. I don't know. And then, what else was it? I can't remember what all it was. City, then, that was like ninety eight. Was yeah, it that was like ninety eight. Okay, well, yeah, what, all city came out ninety eight. I remember Q had the. Uh, he had. They used to have snippet tapes at the record stores. And shit, he came through with the snippet tape. Show me that shit. I, I had. Yeah, maybe that was ninety eight. With when I did that with BMG, maybe it was. Because I, I had, I had a, I had a discman. I can't remember if it was the ESP electronic skip protection discman, but I, but I had that. Because I and I and before that, I'm trying to remember. I had a tape. I had Life or Death, C Murder. That was ninety. That was ninety seven. So that must mean. That must mean I was in ninth grade. Listen to that. About to pull a kick, though. Head it on the floor. Let's see. That life from Death Sea Murder. I had that. And I had, oh. I couldn't stand no limit back then. I went to the. I, Ooh, I, I couldn't. I like Sea Murder. I like Cain and Abel. But I'm going to tell you who I like the most. Mystical, Unpredictable. That was a great album. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I, I can't even, like, I be forgetting that he was on No Limit sometimes. Yeah. Like, that, that shit was dope as hell. Like, there was certain songs that I liked from No Limit, but as a whole, I just couldn't, man. He said, whoa, I'm man. hot and I'm on fire. <laughs> that, yeah, that unpredictable. Um, I had that. And then, oh, CNN, we'll report CNN once again. That was 97. That shit, oh. That Capone Noriega war report. Oh, my God, I had that tape. I had, and that's when I heard CNN, that's when I started getting into tragedy and, and, and mob deep hell on earth. I heard hell on earth. Oh, I was hooked. That was like my three, six, bro. Them little grimy ass beats. And then I bought infamous. I did, I listened and that came out infamous came out in 95, but I didn't listen to infamous till way later. So like my mom used to have, my mom used to play stuff like earth, wind and fire and stuff like that. So, I'm trying to remember did she play a lot of that stuff like when my dad was in the house. I don't remember. Seemed like I heard more of it when he left. So with the secular or whatever, like, eh, I think I listened to the radio a lot, like when I used to go to sleep. So I used to hear all my stuff on like KMOJ. So I'd listen mm-hmm. to that and then I record it and I make like little mixtape. radio. So I'd had that little radio. So when I was in my bed, he didn't really bother me for that. So he probably didn't hear it. But yeah, all the stuff that I started kind of getting, by that time, I was getting older. I was like 13, 14, like I'll say 14, 15, like kind of coming in the age of high school. And then when I first met Stack Doe coming into school, he had the, he had the, uh, uh, he was, I mean, he was no limit all the way. He was mm-hmm. no limit all the way. So he had the, he had the silk soccer charges to the game. And I used to get on his ass so bad about oh, like, man, that ugh. nigga's trash. I'm, and he should, he, he, I was like, that nigga's so trash. But fam had the CD and he showed me the CD. And I was like, man, this nigga can't, he keeps off beat. And then he had his cat. He had this guy. Named Mr. Marcello. I didn't really think he was that good either. 
And but Mr. Marcella was like throwing up bloods, and so fam was just so adamant about it. He said, "Yeah, he's for bloods." I'm like, "Man, they don't got none of New Orleans, nigga." Like, cause you got to think when I met him, fam had like the Jerry curl and shit, and had the red shoestrings. He didn't have the bandana at school, but you know. So when I first first met him, I was like, "What's going on here?" Like, I was really confused. Like, you know, but fam was he had the fam had the Jerry curl. Fam had to, and I didn't really know him that well, so I didn't really want to get on him. But I mean, you know, back in, in school, like we used to like throw heaters, like we used to just get on each other and shit. But I didn't know him like that. But I was, I wondered, like the Jerry curl, like this the only nigga with a Jerry curl. <laughs> but he had a mess. And then in, I, in two thousand, like <laughs> right, and this, this, was, this had him in ninety seven, ninety eight. Like fam was, fam was really bringing that shit back. Fam had a Jerry curl. It wasn't like the long Dickies one. And all, huh? He didn't have dickies. He had he had like let me tell you he had a uh he had like a red cardinal. It was a cardinal or St. Louis or some shit, and then the red shoestrings, and then like some black pants or some shit. So it wasn't you you couldn't you couldn't really he didn't have a bandana, so you really couldn't tell. But you could just tell the attire was like okay, I, I see what he's pushing. But he never, you couldn't really never tell because he wouldn't never really say low lingo or nothing like that. But fam, when he had, I guess we, we were talking about hip hop and he pulled out a Silk the Shocker CD and I was like, man, please. And then I must have had a root CD. And so, and so what they started, what they told me is like, oh man, they're just banging pots and pans. So, <laughs> oh shit. So we, we'd have these debates. And oh man, when the Ether came out, that was years later. But when Ether came out, oh man, it it was like civil war in school. It was one of the biggest debates. When Ether came out, they just wouldn't give Nas his credit. I'm like, the nigga took an L. Jay Z's done. That's Ether. He he's done. He's he's done. You can't come back from Ether. Ether Ether is probably the worst hip hop. Oh, what he talked about smashing his baby mama. I'm telling you, it's illiterate rap for illiterate people. That's <laughs> all it is. That's all it is, Because look, think about all they talk about. Yeah, now fuck your bitch. Then I have, I got to switch. Illiterate rap or illiterate niggas, man. Yeah, I mean, they, they really try to... They really, and Ether was original beat. Megahertz, I think, did the beat. Or who who did that beat? Damn, who did that damn beat? They, they really tried to... They really tried to say that Jay-Z was... I think Jay-Z had to do two diss songs for... The, to come back. I can't remember, but yeah, he did the takeover and he did uh super ugly. Yeah. Super ugly was, garbage. I didn't like either of them. And I'm a Jay-Z fan. Like, I like Jay-Z, but takeover was, was takeover sucked. You could tell you, yeah, that beat it, was trash. Yeah. It, it, it sucked. It, it, I mean, it, it, like I said, it, it was, and they were, man, and they were going on and on. And then eventually low key, you what always had this bitch. Right. Yeah. They used to, they that that's what they used to always say, and then low key later on, niggas would be say low key like, man, yeah, you know, I was won that one. Like, come on, man, he won everything. There's nothing Jay Z has that's better than Nas. Even look, popularity, reasonable doubt, great album. I like Blueprint, classic. In my lifetime, eh. Yeah. Hard Knock Life it was one. A couple joints it, on there. A couple, it was it a was few. some joints on that Hard Knock Life. The yeah, it, 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 it was some joints. In, in my life, Volume One, no. Um, but, yeah, that was the one they had the the the, the fake movie. <laughs> yeah, and then and then uh, 
I didn't even like Streets was watching. And then uh, there was another one that he, the Blueprint Two, garbage. Gift and the Curse, trash. The Black Album, yeah. um, trash. I ain't like now, that. Now lyrically, I didn't see. I didn't realize the Black Album was so lyrically up there until Nice Wonder remixed it. That was. I ain't like the beats on the on the original Black Album. I ain't like that. Shit I didn't at like all. it either. But, but when Night I Wonder? heard that Black is back. Yeah, the Ninth Wonder remix, and I actually like could li- could could tolerate listening to that shit. I think Jay was snapping on that shit. What about he the one we never found out? We were sitting around. I think it was, I think it was me, you, Stack Doe, and Logic, or it was me and Stack Doe. It was one of it was it was some of us that was sitting around listening to that. Um, Lord forgive me, Jesus Christ, He's just nice. Sometimes life's like again too. Look at the life that mm-hmm. I've been through. Last new real nigga live. That's Last official. Live. The knife wonder. We can never find out what that dude was saying. We sat and we were sitting there. I think we were smoking or something. We were listening like, okay, what did he say? Not Nas, but the, but the chop, the way he chopped it up, what the guy was saying. So what did he just say? We must have played the song at least 15 times, bro. Because we, and then, you know, we were high. So that didn't help. I don't even remember what that shit sounded like, man. Killed it. Damn, man. I may have to play that shit tonight. Talking like I ain't got to be in the queue at 830. Yeah, they these damn queues, oh, man. Damn. <laughs> how, how was that? Okay. How was everything that, that I didn't even know I had to work that day, bro. I I, I forgot. They Patel, Patel the Habib said, you're supposed to be on the work. You're supposed to be off of work. I'm like, damn. I wish I would have known about this. But was was, that, was everything pretty cool uh, that day, or were you on a long ass Zoom? Man, on and off the Zoom. I finally got some help. Somebody who's been there for a little while, man. He kind of coached me through it, but I still got to call them back Monday. Hmm. Yeah, I'll be off Monday and stuff. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and chop this stuff up. I've, yeah, it's damn near shit. It's two. Okay, I got to get up early as fuck. It's, it's going to be a hell of a day. Well, we'll do it again, bro. I'm going um, to chop this up. I'm going to upload it. I'm going to send it to you and Stack Doe and stuff. And uh, I'll, probably, I'll probably talk to you uh, in the next few days here. All right, fam. But, but thanks for thanks for joining. Everybody, do you, do you have any place uh, Do you want to... Uh, have people follow for music or whatever the case may be. Oh, man, just go to Great Key Studios everywhere. It's kind of bare right now, but I'm working on a lot of stuff. So just stay tuned. GreatKeyStudios.com. Great Key Studios everywhere. You got any advice for the young people in getting in the game? And read, <laughs> read, man. That's it. Yeah, like, we. That- not not like the Hebrew Israelite read, but actual reading. Read read your history, learn about science, learn about technology, engineering, and math, and you will progress in life. No plebiscite babbling. In the industry, <laughs> I ain't really got no no industry tips because I'm in the same boat as them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for, for beat makers, do it. Every day, whether it sucks, whether it doesn't, it's subjective. But do it every day, even if you hate it, just keep doing it because eventually you won't hate it anymore. 
And don't do it for the money. Do it because you love to do it. Once you start doing it for the money, it becomes work. I agree with that. Being excellent, money's a side effect. Well, Only advice, love it and do it because you love it. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining into this very long and introspective broadcast. Haven't done a long one this uh, in a minute, but pretty sure you guys are going to enjoy it. I might even break it down into a few, but I might just leave it all on one screen. Um, welcome to the Bagland Podcast. Make sure, you, make sure you share, subscribe, like, politics, tech, and tangibles. Thanks for joining.